0: Welcome to the Wisdom for Warriors podcast on this episode, part three and four of the Love is series. Love does not envy or boast.
1: Hey, welcome back, everybody. Um, we're back for part three and four of the Love is series. Uh, we're on love is not envious and love does not boast. Um, sorry for the delay. Uh, Thanksgiving crept up on us. We had, a, we had a bunch of family in town we hosted, and that's a poor excuse, but you yeah. know, family, what are you going to do? Sometimes they get are. in the way. Yeah. Sometimes they get in the way of things. No, lo- we love our family, but um, yeah, we're going to try and knock this out. Um, we had a pretty great conversation with our pastor, uh, Josh, uh, Sunday, talking about the ministry that we're looking to start in January. Um, all around, helping build better, godly-centered uh, <clears throat> relationships. Whether you're married, seriously dating, um, new in your marriage, older in your marriage—you know, everybody can use help um, in those aspects. I literally had one of my students today. I was telling him, him and uh, one of my coworkers about how we're starting this podcast, um, in January. And he said, you know, before I could even, <clears throat> uh, or I'm sorry, how we were starting the retreat. Wow. <laughs> I swear, uh, just, just middle name me Biden. Um, uh, how we were starting Bible study. the ministry, the Bible yeah. study in January. And he's like, yeah, you know, the one thing that is wrong with all these, These you know these uh, therapies and everything with marriages, and I was like, oh, here we go. He's about to say something crazy, like they don't work or blah blah blah. You know, something not you know Christian centered. And he's like, you know, a lot of people, a lot of relationships, couples use them as a last ditch effort or something to try and fix a problem that's been going on for a long time. And then I told him how we have tried to use it you know bible studies uh, marriage retreats even before we married with the the serious dating retreats all those things how we we try to use them as uh, preventative care and I you know I explain how we talk about it like you know a car you know you don't uh, not get your oil changed not do the regular maintenance expecting you not to have a serious problem later on right mm-hmm. like you, you do those regular maintenance things to prevent a serious malfunction later on and that and that's that's a way you can look at marriage and relationships um moving towards marriage so um, we're kind of excited about that I mean january i think is what mm-hmm. we're looking at yeah. potentially <laughs> having a um the virtual aspects for that because we have some family that have expressed uh, interest some friends and stuff from far that we think could one benefit and or they've asked us mm-hmm. so i think that'll be really good and um something new something a new thing for us you know, hopefully we can help uh really help some some relationships just like this if we we can even help you know just one we reach just one couple if i can reach just one guy on my regular podcast episodes that's all it's about so with that said <clears throat> hi babe I, don't know, I was talking a lot, but yeah, usually you hear the chatty Kathy. Uh,
0: I know. I was waiting for you to get done there. Like,
1: shut up. <laughs> so, this is my wife. No, I'm just kidding.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Tell us a little bit about yourself.
0: Uh, just kidding. All right. Uh-huh.
1: <clears throat> so, what do we got first?
0: We are are double dipping today with does not envy and doesn't boast because we're on. On a little bit of a crunch timeline but also because they kind of go together yep Uh, when you envy you're basically saying you have something but i want it boasting on the other hand is saying i have something don't you wish you did have something did have that thing and so i think we all struggle with these in certain areas of our life but when they come into a marriage it can be particularly crippling i think I think if we put it in context, back to biblical context, like we should always be doing anyway. in this section of the Bible, Paul was going around, he was talking to the church of Corinth that was having some of these problems within their church, and it was causing a whole lot of division. And Paul was trying to preach to them that love is the key to making everything better. And heart of love is not envying in it and not boasting. And so when we talk about envy and we look at this church, it was active and alive in Corinth. And that's because a lot of the people in this church, um, they, they were trying to emphasize their spiritual gifts. And so there were a lot of talents that were being had God given talents and there was a lot of financial successes that were being had. And because of that, envy was everywhere. People were wanting things that other people had. But Paul was trying to explain that love is going to set aside what I want, it's going to celebrate what you have. And um, so, and we, what he was also saying is that if love is present, It's not displeased when others experience things that we want. And I think for a lot of us, that can be really, really challenging. Like I mentioned, when it creeps up in marriage, it can be pretty crippling.
1: Yeah. I think a lot of times, especially because worldly, um, this has been going on for decades now that you have a man and a woman in the workforce right so the it can be there can be a lot of envy um when it comes to careers and uh maybe relationship with the kids or this and that even though it can be avoided if you live a you know a biblical life but unfortunately just the way the world is it's hard for it's a lot harder it's not impossible it's harder for a man to just be the sole income uh, bearer and allow for the woman, for the wife, the mother to stay at home with the kids. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I know that's something we're striving for, and uh, but you know you hear you, you hear these these stories sometimes where like the woman has the better job, and you know that can make the man envious, yeah, which can cause issues. Yeah. Um,
0: and but here here's the heart of the issue and i think what paul was getting at is paul in the bible and you paul (laughs) i i think it's normal to want those things it's normal to want anything i mean we i feel like a lot of that is what god puts on our heart right god puts things on our heart that we desire for a reason and a lot of those things are what other people have. I mean, that's like, if you think about the whole premise of discipleship or mentorship, for example, you're seeking out a mentor or a disciple, somebody that's discipling you because they have what you don't have. And it's okay to desire and to envy those things. What's What ends up being wrong and what the heart of the issue is, is when you envy those things and it causes you disdain or hate or resent toward resentment toward someone else that right. person that has it
1: right and that's what i'm saying you know with, <laughs> especially in the workforce if because as a man you should be the provider for the house you know if at the end of the day so with this you know all this all toxic masculinity and all this you know woman empowerment and all these other things <clears throat> there are a lot of instances where a woman is um you know the the bigger bread maker but you know that can be if there's a strong independent woman in that role they can be disrespectful towards the husband Mm. in those situations and you know love and respect you know that's that's it's huge and it can just start a crazy cycle
0: yeah no it's definitely true um yeah, and I think I think I struggle with that sometimes. I think I in our relationship, I do feel envious that you you have these like longer work days and you don't have to necessarily do some of the, the house stuff that I put on my <laughs> put on my own self.
1: We can trade. And, I mean I, I already told you at the beginning, I'm like, You go ahead and get yourself yourself a big balling listen. job and I'll stay home and be the <laughs> <laughs> No. the man to the house no
0: it is it's it is i i mean i think it's those little silly examples that go to show instead of envying the fact that you're out there and doing your thing in your career and you're not having to do some of the little stuff that i have to do around the house is um it's it's just like a minor thing but a good example of it i feel like where right i should be proud of you for being out there and doing all that stuff which i am but it quickly turns to like oh that's so annoying like i don't i don't feel like washing the dishes anymore right <laughs> um The another way that i've seen it show up in marriages not our marriage specifically but i've seen it in other examples is that when you envy another marriage or another person in another marriage Mm. so if your relationship for example is having problems somebody in your marriage like that marriage might envy another couple that's not having those problems right and again it's okay to desire those things you should want peace in your marriage but it becomes a problem when you desire that so much that you start maybe slandering that couple or you start being rude to them or disrespectful to them or something like that uh or on the other hand if like let's say our friend couple is having a whole lot of problems the wife in that marriage sees other men that that may be doing what she wants her husband to be doing and then she ends up disrespecting her husband because she's envying what another husband is providing yeah why
1: oh why (laughs) Why aren't you working hard enough to have the new car? Or,
0: mm-hmm. You know,
1: <clears throat> which, in other, in other words, comparison. You know, that's that's the thief of joy right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is. Luckily, we have the nicest things. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I love our neighbor. We have a really great neighbor. Uh, speaking on our one neighbor, he's um awesome love thy neighbor i love that neighbor i love that neighbor he is really some of them we don't know but (laughs) anyways next slide
0: yeah um do you see that come up in our marriage at all envy
1: um only in the i don't but sometimes it's just the way that you might say something that i feel like you're you're What am, am I trying to say
0: here? Yeah, you better clean it up.
1: Yeah, better clean it up. And <laughs> on the next episode... <laughs> um, let's see here. I think... No, I really don't. Like, I'm thinking of comparison more than envy in this in this sense. Um, sometimes I, f- I can feel like you're comparing our situation and it's never not necessarily like in that crazy cycle where like, Oh, why aren't we making more money or this or that? But sometimes, um, the way you present things to me, like what was it the other day? If you presented something to me and I felt like you were comparing, and it, I felt a little disrespected. Do you remember?
0: I don't remember, but I, I remember it happening. Yeah. I don't remember what the context of so it was though.
1: A... Yeah. But I ended up having to come back, um, and be like, You know, after we separated for a minute, because, you know, a lot of times we'll do that. We'll just take a step back. We'll separate for a minute and then come back together and be like, look, babe, I was essentially like, you know, babe, I know what you were saying wasn't meant to be this way, but I felt like you were comparing uh, our situation to um, other situations. And a lot of times, I guess, it, it can be uh, where it's not that I'm doing something wrong, but because of what other people do wrong, you you can sometimes say it to me. And that's I think it was something like that yeah. where you were like, well, I don't want us to be like X, Y, Z. And I'm like, well. That
0: was it, yeah. yeah. I don't, I I don't it remember exactly, us, but, but
1: um, that's the only thing I can really think of. <clears throat> um, I guess, yeah, you're right with the envy of, you know me not being home to do some of the chores around the house <laughs> i give you junk about that all the time because you don't leave them <sighs> for me i can't do them uh, well, i have no problem with doing them um i don't know i can't really think of anything else do you do you have anything
0: no i think i think it's really just that and the little stuff for sure um I do think though at a, at a heart level not that i express this but at the heart level and i know that a lot of people struggle with this too is the understanding that what's good for one of us is good for both of us so that's mm. like when one of us is winning that that means that both of us are winning because we're a team yeah,
1: i think we're one flush now yeah,
0: yeah. We are. And so there there's no reason to envy your partner's success or anything like that. And you should be happy because we're tied together and your wins are my wins. And I think I think a lot of people struggle with that.
1: Yeah.
0: I think it can be uh, like those. That is kind of tough because sometimes again, it's like if we have a week and you work out a few times that week more than you normally do it sort of motivates me and in a healthy way i envy that and i'm like oh i gotta get back on my p's and q's and get back to it or something like that so there's a fine line between pushing each other and envy manifesting from that in a healthy way and being jealous of it and i think sometimes i am like in that exercise scenario sometimes i have these busy weeks yeah Where i just can't and i do i do envy you for being able to do that and i'm like oh my gosh i would have to get up at three o'clock in the morning if i wanted to work out and do all this
1: yeah that's that's me this week i feel like
0: yeah so that was a little bit there Uh, there's there wasn't too much research when i was looking into research on it it's difficult in some of these biblical, biblical descriptions of it. But I did find something from a a couple recent studies, one from 2020. And the (laughs) The results of the study, they found a positive association between some things with social media and mo and mobile devices and depression. So what they found is that the more that you socially compared yourself on social media, the more depressed that you were. Say that again. The more that you participate in social comparison on on social media, yeah. The more depressed you were.
1: Yeah, I bet.
0: And this this is where envy ties in. That relationship was fueled, uh, mediated by envy. Yeah. So.
1: And it's, I mean, that completely makes sense because. Nine times out of ten, people are posting. Oh, my vacation pictures, or oh, yeah. this, that, and yeah. Like, if you're in a different season, or you can't afford that, or you never have, you know, that's yeah. I can definitely see that. Yeah,
0: but and yeah. here's the thing: is envy is it's basically just dis-, dis, pardon me, discontentment with where you are are in life. And so I I personally sometimes feel unhealthy going on social media, because it's probably part of that thing where I feel discontent with some areas of my life. And I go on social media and I'm I get in this comparison envy mindset. And it's because again, I'm in whatever way I'm not content with myself, which means I'm not content with what God gave me, which means I'm not in good relationship with God. And so I think a lot of that has to do with your expressed gratitude toward what God has given you at this given moment, and how that manifests itself. So I think that's a really good way to reflect back on it, is if you have those same feelings, when you look at social media, that's just one example. But in, in that study, the direct effect of upward social comparison on depression and the relation between upward social comparison and envy were both moderated by marital quality too. So the more that all of those things were related, the, um, I guess marital quality had a direct effect on how all of those things were related. So <clears throat> for example, in and this is all with marriage context. It's not just I'm envying this person because she has a nice bathing suit or something like that. So if there's somebody that's in a, a what we, we would call a poor marriage, their marriage quality is poor. It's very likely that they're going to have depression because they're comparing themselves to people on social media, which is fueled by envy. Yeah. So what's fueling envy is lack of marriage quality. So marriage quality, or low marriage quality is going to affect envy, which is then going to affect how you view people in other situations on social media, which then affects your level of depression, which then I think I mean, it doesn't say it in this study, but I'd imagine that depression then goes back and it completely affects your marriage quality. So it's like a cycle,
1: mm-hmm. kind of like the
0: crazy cycle way. too, probably huh? mm-hmm. um, something
1: like that. The circle <laughs> of trust.
0: <laughs> so, um. yeah which is you got to you got to tend to merit your marriage quality before everything like if you're having a problem with all of that stuff yeah you really have to improve your marriage yeah the other thing that they found the last thing they found is that high marriage quality so if your marriage is good it can protect married adults from the adverse effects of upward social media comparison on mobile social media. So if you're happy in your marriage, if you're good with everything, you're the relationship between how you compare yourself to other people on social media and depression is going to be null, null and void. Yeah. So I think a lot of that marriage work has to just be how, again, how content you are with your marriage. A lot of people, I think, struggle with contentment and just being okay with where they are. Yeah. Uh, Yeah,
1: definitely. Um, Yeah, I can definitely see that because, you know, there's some people recently that we were around. And I could tell that there were, you know, some issues there. And like, biblically, like, yeah, you're married. You know and that and that should be it mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, but the, the contentment contentness there's a lot of people that will just stay in the marriage for that reason but they're also not working to make it better yeah and um yeah it's, it's really it's kind of sad honestly because you know granted we've only been married for a l- little bit of time now uh compared to a lot of the people we know, like, I think we have a really great marriage and we always, you know, people are always like, Oh, you know, we're proud of you for taking these steps and doing all these things. And and I, I don't view it as us doing anything crazy. Like, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, we have five dogs, which if you actually take a step back, that's pretty freaking crazy, but it's, it's our normal. It's just the way we operate. And, um, you know, just you can't stop working on yourself, and you definitely can't stop working on your marriage.
0: That's it. That's it.
1: That's it. So, next slide.
0: Another study, actually, speaking of ways to combat this, uh, it's a study from 2019, and they were looking at how to combat these specific forms of envy. There's one particularly insidious form of envy, which is called malicious envy and malicious envy is going to eventually lead to shame. Like I am envying what you have so bad that I'm shaming myself for not having that. Mm. And then it turns around the attitude to I'm now looking at what you have as being undeserved, or you are undeserving for having what you have. So Uh. I envy your success. And now I'm looking at you like you didn't deserve that trophy. Right. You didn't deserve that promotion, you got that
1: silver spoon,
0: right? Yeah. yeah. So a big part of combating malicious envy, they found is what the people that are successful that have been blessed by God in so many ways, like maybe it's mm. promotion, maybe it's a good job, maybe it's a great marriage in this case, whatever it is, those people that are deemed successful, you're looked at with much less malicious envy if you along the way talk about your failures that you've encountered yeah when you project yourself as being more human and really talking about your failures people are going to look at you with much less malicious envy
1: yeah that's um That's something I've I've done the last couple of days. You know, only reason I'm on even back on social media is for this podcast because I want to reach as many people as I can. Um, and I've been dealing with some injuries, some aches and pains, some sleep. <laughs> and <clears throat> I've I'm not big on posting workout videos and everything, but I do it to hit home a point that like we we set our own limitations and. Uh, you know, you, you gotta just push through sometimes. Um, and then I, but I tell in, in posting these things, showing these feats that I'm doing, I'm, I'm also saying, you know, I had to have neck surgery. I think I, I definitely pulled something in my bicep. Like I've had these serious, like blockade or these, uh, not blockades, but, um,
0: barriers,
1: barriers that I've had to overcome. And that's why I'm showing that just to to try and help motivate other people not to like uh, shine light on me. You know, like I'm literally (laughs) sitting here with my leg propped up right now because whatever I did uh, to my leg now. But um, I think that's that's definitely something as individuals, like definitely Christians too, specifically Christians, because just to be open and honest about like, struggles, and, you know, because um, I know, having been born again a lot more recently, um, like, when you're not a Christian, you view other Christians as they think they're holier than thou.
0: Right.
1: And obviously, there are some that walk around like that, and we all know that's, you know, BS, right? But <clears throat> if you're just, if you're open, you know, that's, like, why, like why we like going to our church, because pastors open and he's like real like he's a real human he's not just one of these you know uh, mega church pastors that act like you know everything's fine and dandy all the time so um, yeah i definitely can see that where it can turn into that malicious and then um, but if you're just humble and real especially within your marriage you know you won't have those things so yeah
0: good. yeah Definitely be open about all that. So, love does not boast. Boasting. Like we talked about before, boasting is basically you saying, I have it and don't you wish you had it.
1: Don't you wish
0: you good? (laughs) (laughs) it's It's the work of self-promotion and it can be obvious or it can be subtle ways so you're you're promoting yourself like you you're promoting yourself in a good way on social media yeah but some people promote themselves for other reasons whether it's to affirm themselves get affirmation from other people do whatever um Or just bragging to try to put themselves on a pedestal so to speak um you can do it in multiple ways and on the flip side in a christian context love and what paul was trying to explain is that you don't do that you don't boast you don't brag on yourself but you go to work praising god and other believers instead so like In your example, it might be if you're posting on social media about your workout or something like that, you're praising God for giving you the time to be able to do that, the energy. You're praising your beautiful wife for meal prepping for you, for doing all this Uh stuff. You're praising your battle buddies at work because you're rolling with them every day and they're supporting you. You're doing all that stuff. So you're praising God, you're praising the people around you, and you're not praising yourself. You're not putting yourself up there. Uh, and because at the end of the day, what you're doing is you're putting yourself above others. You're basically acting like you are better than other people and true love definitely doesn't do that. Uh, it recognizes our achievements are where our value is found. Um, so, yeah, it's just
1: like what i was just saying you know if you're walking around like your poop don't stink you know that's yeah it's not the way
0: it's not no. yeah yeah because in all reality we wouldn't have to in- inflate ourselves at all if we knew that we were already enough in christ yep. so and I think that's why honestly that's why I hardly post on social media anymore cuz I did recognize that it's some and a lot of people do it for that boasting and in some ways in my past I think I was doing that for boasting and to me I don't need to let every single one of my the people that follow me know what I'm doing or putting myself above them in some way Like if I want to, if I want to share something, I'm going to share it via text or call or something like that. So, um, I think that's something definitely to think about, but let's see. There's a bunch of varieties of boasting. There's a low self-esteem variety. Those who have been broken in unhealthy places and need to prove their worth in unhealthy ways. They're afraid of the lies they've, they've bought into about themselves. And though they Mm. may believe telling others impressive things about themselves will boost others perception of them in time, it has the opposite effect because people start seeing through that stuff. Right? And yeah. then, go
1: ahead. Yeah, I definitely worked with those types. Yeah.
0: Uh,
1: you know, and in, and in my world, <clears throat> um, that's not the way. Like, like, I gave a little intro to my people today, and I was like, you know, I, I, I make it funny just, just to give them a little background. Just enough to, like, to help them realize that I'm not just some guy they hired. I'm like, yeah, you know, I did the army thing, I did the Afghanistan thing, uh, started here, started there. All right, next time, like, I, you guys don't really care about, yeah. you know, all my accolades, but um, your my actions are gonna go further uh, with all that, you know, I'm just same thing in marriage, right? Your actions are go a lot further.
0: Yeah. But with that low self-esteem variety i think in marriage it can probably come through in a lot of ways i think i think i think i mine comes through a little bit where i'm like if i we get dressed up we're going somewhere and I, i'm expecting some kind of affirmation or validation yeah and so i i don't know i ask maybe i'm not boasting but I'm doing something to feed my low self-esteem. But what are, what do you think are some other ways that in marriages the low self-esteem variety could show up?
1: Um, I don't know. Um, I think, uh, in, in the bedroom, you know, that could be a thing. Yeah. Um, because there's a lot of factors that could play into a performance, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know.
0: I think, I think in any area that you feel like you're insecure in, but you brag about, like, Again, I feel like I do so much of this stuff. This is so awful. Now that we're going through all this, I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to make so many changes. But when I, I don't, I don't do it to be, you know, like a, a brat or anything like that. But if I clean the house, I'm like, oh, did you see how I clean the house? Did you see how clean yeah, the true. countertops oh, are? Did you true. see? Did you see this? Did you see this? Yep. Did you yeah, see yeah, that?
1: Yeah. I, yeah. Literally, I come home and you're like, oh, let me show you everything, all the things I did. <laughs> Can I put my lunchbox down? <laughs>
0: yeah, and because because in a way, I f- I feel like I'm insecure about my your recognition of my position in the marriage or something like that, and yeah. so I feel like I have to subtly, I guess it is subtly boasting in that um, low self esteem variety way to. F- affirm my place in the marriage or something like that so i think that's a one example of boasting yeah in that way so there's the low self-esteem variety there's also the personal gain variety and this type of boasting they attempt to gain higher position or authority through elevating themselves sometimes their boasting can appear innocent and subtle but it's still boasting so, I think in marriage, that can, I don't, how do you think that can show up in marriage and you're trying to get personal gain or, or a higher position?
1: Say that, say that again.
0: They attempt to gain higher position or authority through elevating themselves.
1: Yeah, I, I think that could tie hand in hand with like just, you know, insecurities. Right, like um, and going back to you know, the fact that so many couples are both working. You know, if they may feel that they need to, you know, puff their chest um, uh, about their career or about things that they're doing. Uh, well, I did this with the, I took the kids to this and this and this to kind of like elevate them to make them feel better Yeah. about their situation, which, you know, but at the end of the day, again, you're one flesh, right? Like you, you were saying it earlier, your wins are my wins and vice versa. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's the really toxic way to, to carry out a relationship. Even in any relationship, you know, work relationships, like you should be proud uh, of your friends to if they're doing well and they're uh, succeeding. Not, you know, boastful, and you don't deserve that, and all that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, and I feel like. In this category too, a lot of the sex dichotomies are pretty present in this day and age with the feminism thing and women wanting to do all the roles of men and in some ways now men wanting to do some of the roles of women. It's just very strange. Mm. And you can, I think a lot of women especially get trapped in this where you boast about certain things so that you can feel less less because in a marriage I think uh, obviously the man is going to be the head of the household they're going to do all of that stuff so and naturally you're going to be submissive so if you have these feminist ideologies yeah that's going to make you want to boast to feel like you're not as submissive right or you don't have to be as submissive so, like, I can I can undo my own pickle jar or do something like that. Uh-huh. I Until can open you can't. My... I
1: can't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! So there's that one. Then there's the center stage variety of boasters who are always throwing in a story to top others' experiences with a uh. better story of their own. They manipulate the conversation to put themselves on center stage. Most of us boast at times and struggle with pride. Um, and yeah i think i think this one is the most annoying
1: yeah i don't we don't do that no definitely. but like yeah people that do that and uh, that, that one kind of ties back into the last one too like in a marriage if you're doing that like it it, it, it would probably be more so in like a social situation with others mm-hmm If I did that in front of you, that would the the night would be ruined. The weekend, like you would be so hurt, yeah, so unloving, yeah, and you know, it can be very disrespectful. Like on the other side, like if you did that to me, yeah, and um, you know, we see it. You know, so much of this ties back to the love and respect thing, but um, yeah, that.
0: You just immediately deflate your partner yeah yeah so here's here's some practical examples and maybe some things that we didn't touch on that are definitely great examples of all the ones that we already talked about so we might boast about how we're able to fix something and the other couldn't we may try to get our spouse to see us as superior in whatever way whether that's smarter funnier stronger better looking um, oftentimes you just this...
1: said all the things that you are. So okay,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep, he knows it. That's why I don't need to boast. <laughs> I was just joking. Okay. Oftentimes we try to top our spouse's story, like what I went through was worse than that, and therefore I can
1: talk. that. So I think we we do that a little bit. Like if we're having like a stressful day or a week, yeah. Like it's pretty rare, but I think that you know, like the. uh, Now that you say that, like, oh well, I had to do this and this, and it's like zip it. Like we both, (laughs) we both, we know what we did because we always talk about our days. But I think we we, of all of them so far, I think that's one of the ones that we both.
0: Yeah, like when we're frustrated and we still have stuff to do, Maybe you'll say like, but I just want to go to bed, and I'm like, yeah, I want to go to bed too. And we need we need to get this out like i've right. had a stressful day too yeah. so we need to yeah nope yep. it is at the end of the day it's tolerated it's a uh, boasting we may belittle our spouse basically step on them in an attempt to rise above them oh my gosh this is the most cringeworthy example for me yeah when you see this out in public or even like, I've felt this what we we've worked on a lot of things. And I've felt this way, even if it wasn't intentional, by you in any in any way, normally, it's out when we're out with other people or something like that, where it's so easy to get hurt by something that your partner says, your partner, again, may have no malicious intent, whatsoever. But it feels like your partner is trying to elevate themselves above you. And Oh my gosh!
1: Yeah, that's I, I. um, I guess that one too. Um, there's times where just because I'm a smart aleck and everything that I'll say something, <clears throat> trying not trying to be malicious again, like you said, but then you, you know you take offense to it or something, and I, um, you know you've had to make me aware of that, and I definitely, I think am I think I've gotten better about it.
0: Yeah, you definitely have, which is, which is great because <laughs> not I to not boast, but <laughs> not there's, you know, there's a place in time for all of that stuff. But at the end of the day, boasting or putting yourself above somebody to make yourself feel better or doing any of that is literally still that. Yeah. And it's, it's unacceptable. And God wouldn't like that. And I mean, I do it, we all do it, but you just really have to figure it out. But figure it out, figure it out. So like we briefly talked about before, the key to mastering, not envying and not boasting is practicing contentment. And that's hard. Yeah. What does contentment look like to you? How have you practiced being content and then therefore killing envy Uh. and boasting?
1: I don't, I don't know. I feel like the con- contentment sounds like a very strong word. Uh, I I think of it more as, like I tell you so many times, I'm like, like you're stuck with me. Like we're married. We made a covenant with God. Like that's it. And like I said, I don't, I don't feel that as like. I guess that's that is kind of contentment, right? Like this is it. Yeah. No matter what. Like, whether we're at each other's throat or not, like, we're going to be in this. We're at contentment. So,
0: yeah. And you are so much better that, at that than I am. Yeah. I think my brain is just not great. But know, that's I, why I, I need, need
1: to get it tattooed on your hand or something so you don't forget
0: it. I think that's why God gave me you. Yeah. because you do have a good grasp on contentment but envy and boasting are going to completely be obliterated when we have pleasure in our own life and ourselves and whether we have serenity and like I said, it's both in who we are and what our marriage is like. Yeah. So instead of us seeking fairness, like if you have a good promotion, and I want that promotion, instead of us trying to seek that equality, then uh, if we if we learn to master contentment, we're going to be genuinely happy for that other person for their success.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And like, there's been some things that have come up um and I uh, guess I am a bit if we go back a bit envious it's more of like I feel like I'm I've lost time with you with some of your stuff at work mm. um you know with the the added research stuff and now you're picking up another class next semester, and but but I am happy and proud for you, like proud of you, I should say, um, but I have to support you in that role until I can support you out, out that
0: place. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Make me a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> Let's go.
1: Well, yeah. as soon as I get some subscribe, right? No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> no that's a good example and i think i think a lot of this goes back to our own personal fulfillment like if we if we don't feel fulfilled in our life then we're going to envy other people or we're going to boast so that we can somehow negate our low self-esteem yeah and (laughs) to circle back i envy those people that have that fulfillment (laughs) Because it is, it's hard. I, I feel like I've spent an entire lifetime and I don't know about some of these people that are listening, but an entire lifetime, just what I have is not enough. And that in a way, it's such a double-edged sword because in a way I have been so successful because of it. Right. If you're never content with what you have, you keep striving. And the thing is, is that you can strive for whatever and you can gain whatever, you can gain whatever you want you have publications, you can have a successful family, whatever it is. But I mean, it's all folly, at the end of the yeah. day. I mean, that's, that's what Scripture says. If it's not God, then it doesn't matter. Right? Um, so I think getting back to what true fulfillment in God's eyes means for you. It, and you you mentioned, interestingly, you mentioned uh, our next transition, which hopefully is going to be the next couple years, me staying home and doing the at-home thing and raising kid or kids. Right. I I have thought about how that transition is going to be. I, I'm so motivated to do that. But at the same time, I know my brain is in some ways going to be like, oh my gosh, I should be publishing. I should be doing research i should be teaching
1: yeah you're going to be researching the <laughs> non-toxic <children.
0: laughs> the tupperware container
1: how to raise you're going to be doing all the research on how to raise a child in this uh craziness of a world we've got going on yeah. and then you can publish something about it
0: oh my
1: gosh
0: <laughs> yeah Maybe, actually.
1: I know. There's, you know, not to boast, but (laughs) (laughs) that was my idea.
0: So the last little bit of research that I looked into, just, again, was pretty difficult to find research on these topics this week. But (sighs) there was one study that looked at tons of postings on things like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah. And they dove into the questions of why sharing about your own experience is so important to us and that we can't seem to stop doing it. So those people that keep sharing, like they share every single day. right? And they feel fueled to do that. Yeah. They also wanted to investigate how rewarding it was for us to do that. So why they're doing it so frequently and then the reward sensation that you get for doing it. And the psychologist set up a study that had five brain imaging experiences, experiments, sorry. And they, (laughs) they found, (laughs) they found that when subjects shared information about themselves, the same areas of the brain activated as those that light up when we are eating food and having sex. So those same pleasure, think about having sex. Yeah. Think about Uh like the, all the way, the sex, like Yeah. the highest point of sex.
1: Yeah. Same Same exact brain
0: center (laughs) lights up when you share a post on social media.
1: Wow. Yeah. And that, wow. Like that can't cause any issues in a marriage. (laughs) Holy moly.
0: Yeah i don't need
1: sex i don't need i got i got social media posts
0: <laughs> but so you think about going back to boasting yeah so posting on social media in a lot of ways is boasting because i unless you're in your you're exclusively doing it to like market like you have a podcast or you're doing something like whatever right unless you're exclusively doing it to market you are doing it in a way to boast because otherwise you could just call somebody up, you could text them, you don't have to share it with four hundred to 5000 people.
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of like those ones you see out there. It's like, oh, I gave money to a homeless person. But I recorded it like, yeah, I'm pretty sure God says don't do that.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But people are doing it because that boasting gives them that rush. So
1: that orgasm.
0: Yeah. But think about, think about that in the setting of a context. So this was social media because it's the only research that I could find. But right. think about that in the context of all the stuff we've talked about. So now I'm bragging to my spouse about something, I'm prob- likely getting the same or similar responses. Uh, again, the research did not say that, but I'm just making that conclusion. Or you're bragging to somebody else about your marriage or whatever it is, you're getting a similar response. And another study, the last one that I found, um, was the study that asked a whole, pardon me, a whole bunch of workers on the crowdsourcing site, Amazon, to complete a short survey in which they either recalled a time they bragged about something, or had someone else brag to them.
1: Amazon workers.
0: Yeah, I don't know why they picked them. That's weird. They recalled a time that they were bragging and another time where they were bragged too
1: yeah
0: they were then asked to describe their own emotions and what they believed were the emotions of the other person in the interaction both of those interactions okay the people who chose to talk about themselves significantly overestimated the extent to which their listeners were happy for them and proud of them when they bragged so if i If I bragged to you, I said, Oh, I got this brand new publication. In my head, I'm thinking, You are enthralled. You are over the hill excited for me. And when they tested actually how you felt about that, you reported much less than I thought you reported. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, And so, and they significantly underestimated how much they annoyed others by their (laughs) bragging. So, I I believe that they asked me about how much I thought you were annoyed by me bragging to you. And I totally underestimated it. That's what they said.
1: Are you saying that for real? (laughs) I'm I'm just kidding.
0: And the last thing is perhaps even more significantly, both the recipients, the people who chose to recall someone bragging to them, and the self promoters had a hard time imagining how they would feel if their roles were reversed. Yeah. So a couple of things that I, that this makes me think of here is first off, if I'm bragging to you about something and this isn't maybe, maybe this I'm thinking more as like a humble brag. So if it is a humble brag, if I'm really excited about, I don't know, a project that I completed at work or something like that, yeah. This lets me know that you're, you're definitely not as excited as I think you are. And maybe on the receiving end of the brag, like in your case, if you understand that your emotions are going to be much less than your partner expects your emotions to be, maybe you can embellish your emotions a little bit. Like, if I were to tell you about that project, instead of you just being like, oh, that's cool, you'd be like, dang, babe, like, that's, that's freaking awesome. So that you can essentially match my expectations of how I think you feel, if that makes sense.
1: No, absolutely. You
0: know? Yep. I think, I think that's such a good way to love on your spouse. Like, even if you don't feel like embellishing your emotions. Yep doing that just to make your partner happy yeah. i think is is a great thing i also think going back to one of the conversations that we were talking about today is um we talked about how oh, i just had it in my head how oh so how you talk about your failures along the way if you're bragging like, if I were to brag and say, I got that project completed, if I were to say, you know, I got that project completed, but I am, or, but I struggled a little bit along the way. Like, I, there were some hiccups. Yeah. And my Diego was an awesome thing. And I start thanking God for the people that he gave to me. Yeah. That is going to come across much less like a brag and much more like a, statement of humility, a statement of gratitude, and then therefore you on the receiving end are gonna be much less likely to be annoyed by my humble bragging.
1: Right. You That's know what good. I'm saying? Yeah.
0: So like in in your case, when you get that promotion that you are going for, uh at <laughs> work later. Uh, later. Or <laughs> uh when you I don't know, sell the motorcycle. Finally, or
1: <laughs> no? I just feel like you're making. A, now, see, now this is sounds like you're uh, envying. <laughs> this is things that you wa- you want me not to have or to have. Uh-huh. Okay, oh. see how this whole goes full circle. <laughs> what else do, I do What else am I doing wrong? <laughs> you need me to do no, that's
0: no, but I do feel like that's a great way to do it. Is it's just it's such an action out of humility rather than boastfulness yeah and that's like, i've always for example i've always loved the people that accept an award on stage and the first thing they say is i want to thank god and i want to thank my wife or i want to thank god and i want to thank my husband because god had his hand on every single stage of this process yeah. and my wife or my husband was literally my full support this whole time. I could not have done it. Now that award may not have had anything to do with faith or with marriage, but the first two people that they thank out of an act of humility right. is God and their wife. Yeah. And so although they're in some way boasting that they got this award, it's gonna be received much less, like people are gonna be much less annoyed. <laughs>
1: right yeah yeah and it's i think you know to be humble you gotta go out there and get choked out you need to do jujitsu. oh gosh <laughs> no but i'm i joke about that but like if <clears throat> it's, it's it's hard to be humble if you've always been you haven't struggled through things right like if you've always been given things you, you know your entire life um anyways yep next slide what else so and in conclusion
0: what are your last thoughts about do not envy do not boast
1: i think just um really remembering that you know you are one flesh now right so like you were saying earlier Your wins are my wins, vice versa. Um, You know, just really loving and respecting each other. And if there are things that, you know, you desire or want change, it's just communicating and and not becoming arrogant, not becoming malicious, you know, all these different things. And, you know, just figuring it out as one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think the contentment thing is huge. And I think you can practice that by practicing gratitude. You, sp- really. you said jujitsu wrong. Okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> really being thankful. I mean, it's so easy to want what other people have. It's so easy to try to boast that you can feel better about yourself. But if you before you do any of that stuff, can change your heart and be like, "But I'm thankful for this that I have. I'm thankful for this husband that I have. Like he might not be perfect, or she might not be perfect, or something like that. But they have all of these things, and God gave him to me. And I think just being being in a posture of gratitude is going to help you with contentment, which is then going to Hopefully, effectively kill envy and boastfulness. That's
1: good. That's good.
0: Yeah.
1: So up next, what do we have what's up next? What's our next episode? Episode. Episode.
0: Episode.
1: So we have. Uh, just lost my spot. Love is. Gone. So I can't find it. Okay. Um. I mean, depending on the different version, uh, uh, different Bible versions you look at, you know, there's a lot of different words that are used, especially for these ones. Um, so charity.
0: Hmm?
1: What's next? Oh, here we go. Charity on back. it's not puffed up. Does not,
0: I thought that's boastful.
1: Doth yeah, that's what, my bad. Doth not behave itself unseemly. What? Seeketh not her own. Is not easily provoked. I don't know which one we got next.
0: Okay. What do you say? Yeah, I
1: mean, you do don't, you don't Comprendo King James O version.
0: I don't. What is this? First Corinthians.
1: First Corinthians thirteen four.
0: It is not proud.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's easy to Tied that one in. Uh, all right, so we'll do pride. What's after that?
0: Oh, I just X'd it out. Um, it does not dishonor others.
1: Mm. Yeah, we can tie those together maybe in the next one. Yeah. All right, well, go ahead and pray this one out for us, baby.
0: Sure dear lord thank you for bringing us here together on our bed so paul can rest his ankle amen i do <laughs> i do pray that joel heal up his ankle and his hip and his back and his chest mm-hmm. and his neck all the things <laughs> no i'm just joking but i i'm grateful for the motivation that you've given us to get on the way with having these conversations. I think they're so important. At first, I think they're eye opening for me. I, I think I say in every episode that. I as I'm talking through these things, I'm like, my goodness, I have so much to work on. So I'm glad that you are and I'm happy, thankful that you're peeling the scales away from both of our eyes. And I pray that you'll do the same for anybody that's listening to this podcast because you are so good at that and softening our hearts and opening up our eyes to the things that we do, the ways that we act, the qualities that are less Jesus-like so that we can be more Jesus-like, especially in a marriage that is so important because you're not only dealing with yourself, you're dealing with another feeble human. And for you two to be successful, you have to be more like Jesus. I pray for anybody that's listening, please let these words touch their hearts and affect their current relationship if they're in a marriage or their future relationship, if that's the way they're thinking. I pray that you'll rally up some other listeners so that we can grow this message, grow our following and Paul's following so that we can continue doing the work that you put us here to do. In your name we pray. Amen.
1: Amen. All right, y'all. Have a good rest of your week. And God bless.